0: Welcome to New Rules, Old Friends, where we share our regrets, most embarrassing mishaps, and light bulb moment discoveries along the path. No mess up is totally wasted if you learn from it.
1: Hi, good afternoon. Hi, it's nice
0: for doing this earlier in the day. I feel a lot more with it.
1: <laughs> I know. Oh, you got a haircut.
0: I, oh yeah, sort of. Um, it's okay. So did I tell you, I didn't love my haircut last. Yeah. Cause I told yeah. you I had to take my hairstylist. It was like the first time she like messed up my hair real bad. Yeah. And, um, and she didn't, she like, I did not, I, I don't think it's fair to say they mess up your hair. If like, you didn't tell them and they did it wrong, you know, like, yeah. like I did not tell her do this. And then she did it. But I just was like, I don't, to do with my hair. I just want you to shape it. And she was like, yeah, let's try some extra layers. So it was just like, yeah, my hair was just sticking out all over the place and I didn't like it. Um, And so I, uh, I just felt like I always had a bad hair day unless I curled it. Mm. And it didn't even, it didn't, as far as like trying to do natural curls, it didn't fall better that way either. So I, so I booked a like different session. She was really sweet about it. And she was just like, No, I want you to love your hair. And she said, Yeah, I think based on what you showed, because I showed her some pictures that I had taken mm-hmm. like when I woke up and I was like, I just hate how it's like flipping out everywhere. And um, and it would be like like little tiny pieces, Like, you know, like just like Yeah. Fit, yeah. Like. Um so she she only took off like she had to take off like an inch or two from the very bottom layer because Otherwise, it would have been a little mullet looking. <laughs> um, but she basically just kind of went in and instead of like shaggy separated layers, she just kind of made it more blunt and more like connected. So um, hmm. I think I just don't like layers. Like I've yeah. drawn – I just – I like to be able – I don't like the unpredictability for my hair. And I think my hair just – it does better if it's
1: like – I don't know. It looks great, though. Well, it really thank does. You. Look good. Yeah, I, I was I was
0: like worried that she wouldn't be able to fix it, and I would just have to grow it out. But she really did. It really did fix it a lot. Um, so
1: the thing is that so your hair is so thick and it grows so fast that I feel like you could have a completely different hairstyle in three months. <laughs> just yeah. because you. You know, like your hair just is like, let's do this now. I'm going to grow another pound of hair. I'm well, so jealous of your hair. That's why, like, just, it's I'm just so thick and full.
0: I love I your love hair. It. Um, yeah. yeah, so the thing is, I thought about, I was a little tempted to tell her to go even shorter because I really liked it. Um, Weirdly, tell me if you understand this. I like short ponytails.
1: Yeah, they're cute. They're really cute, okay. especially like a short blunt ponytail. Yes, yeah, I exactly. know. I
0: was like, oh, I want like just an inch more taken off because it would be super cute in the ponytail. But then I realized that I think I told you like my my little hack for making my hair look good with like minimal messing it, where I do the bun like right at the top of my like hairline. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and
0: I do a bun, and I'll like I'll have like preferably a little damp if your hair is a tiny bit damp, or even if you just like spray product in it. So it's damp from product, and you pull it up all of your hair in like a tight bun on the very top of your head. You look like a psycho,
1: but <laughs> like a unicorn lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: So I'll like I'll have it like that in the car, and then like when I get to the place I want to go, I like let it down. And it just it falls really nice. So I can't do that with short hair.
1: Yeah, it's true. Oh well. the The only thing so when I had really short hair, I had to find out a way to run like, with short hair, right? Because it was a – I guess I had, like, a lob, right? Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. It was pretty short. But I ended up doing what I would call dinosaur hair, and I'd have two buns, like, one at the very back of my head and one at the very nape of my head. Yeah. (laughs) And I'd run around with these, like, dinosaur buns all the way up down my head because it's the only way to pull it back. That's the biggest issue with short hair. (laughs) It's good, though. So we've been taking a little hiatus. (laughs)
0: I know, oh my gosh. Oh.
1: How
0: it's did a, it happen? We had 2 weeks, right? Yeah. Cuz what was the reason for the first one that we
1: couldn't get it? I don't even remember. I don't know. I feel I'm like it's my sure.
0: fault because I kept changing the day that we recorded and like you had told me upfront like Monday and Tuesday were best because David's gone and it's just easier, you know?
1: So. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's really just me trying to motivate myself in the evening, but,
0: but well, I while you're working from home, we should try to do this more often. Cause this is nice to so just squeeze it in, in I know. between like on your lunch break or something.
1: I know. I love it. Uh, but I have thought because we have had some time and I think this week is my turn. Yes. Right. So I have a couple of different um, options for you Ooh, to choose. Okay. Okay. So just two. One, I've been thinking a lot about disingenuous compliments, mm. okay? okay? And like how it's good to compliment people, but really only genuine compliments, okay? And then the second one, um, I've been thinking a lot about I feel bad that I don't know the Bible verse, but it's a Bible verse where I think it was like the reading the other day, where it was like um, everything good, everything true, everything holy, like focus on that. Don't have anxiety, you know? Uh. And I've been thinking a lot about that, especially in application to day-to-day life because there's so much negative to focus on right now. So either... Disingenuous compliments or finding the balance between head in the stand, everything's fine, and getting too anxious about day-to-day life. I le- So
0: I like the second one best, but I like both of them. <laughs>
1: Okay. Let's do the second one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, and this is where I kind of just need your help figuring out what the rule should be. This is something that I've been mulling over, mulling over in my head, <laughs> you know, and just, I, I don't know how to frame it for myself, but I've been thinking about it a lot. And one situation that really makes me think about it is, um, like David and I got COVID back in November. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of stories about Um, people that have long-term effects and there's a lot unknown about it so far. You don't know. There's just so much unknown, right? And I realized for my mental health, I wasn't going to read anything about it. I wasn't going to speculate about it. I wasn't going to enter in a conversation with people about it. Like for me, there was nothing I could do about having had COVID and not knowing what the outcome was. So it was unhealthy to have like find anxiety over something. You know, mm. and um I was talking to my sister-in-law about that this weekend because she is a, she's a, <laughs> she's a really smart lady. <laughs> 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 she's a, a research doctor. Yeah, she's like uh, I mean, she's, she's just brilliant. And so she does do a lot more research about just COVID and stuff on her own. And, and you know, she has a medical background too. More educated about it than I do, but she was asking me about that, and I was like, How do I communicate this in a uh I'm I'm not hiding from the world, but I'm choosing not to get hung up on things I can't change. Because I told her the same thing with just COVID in general, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't I don't like talking about it, and it's not yeah. I'm hiding from it, but it's just such a negative, repetitive conversation at this point in time. You know, there's
0: no new information to just discuss. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly and it's not good and it's not holy and it's not beautiful and it does bring anxiety you know um so I I want to be able to focus on positive things having good positive conversations bringing joy to the to the lives of my friends and family that I'm involved yeah. in right but not not hiding from the day's events from you know it's it's not beneficial for me to just say oh <laughs> I don't I don't that was crazy democrats those crazy republicans I'm not gonna <laughs> pay attention you know what I mean yeah. like, but, but I wouldn't ever do that extreme either so how can I balance the and choose what to focus on and what not to focus on
0: What did you end up saying to your sister-in-law? Like, how did you word it to her?
1: Um, I told her that I just realized for my health right now and for my, like, it was something that very specific to me. I can be like, okay, we've been through a year of talking about COVID. I know that it doesn't help me any. And I know that I don't want to enter into those conversations, you know? And I also know, especially with long-term effects of COVID, that's nothing that, I can change right now yeah. so I can very easily say I'm not going to read about it I'm not going to research it I'm not going to like seek it out right yeah so that's how I was able to she, like, that was specific. she good with
0: that like you just saying again yeah, mental health <laughs> don't talk to me about that
1: <laughs> get away no yeah. <laughs> no
0: get behind me <laughs> no
1: I mean it's not like I was like oh, I'm not gonna tell to you right it was but she's like, yeah, I get it. But she was also saying, yeah, that's not her approach, right? So she respected me and and the approach I wanted to take for it. But that's definitely not the approach she's taking for um, addressing everything going on in the pandemic. Yeah, um, and I did just feel a little bit like a roadrunner, you know, like I didn't want to come off as somebody who was. <laughs> dumb and just sticking my head in the sand. <laughs> yeah. If I can't see it, it's not happening. Like, that's not what it is. That's really not what it is. And I just don't know how to. I think what you're. That differentiation.
0: Yeah. Well, I think what you're describing is like, okay, like it's, it's kind of twofold. It's, it's like, what is the purpose of life? Like, what's the point of life? What is the point of what we're doing here? And if it is like, I want to have a peaceful, joyful life and it's about relationships. It's not about like, um, like I think, I think people fall into this thing of like, life is about like, um, almost like it's like you have to win like you have to like get everything right you have to get the right answers you have to get like um like I even know what you're talking about because it's I've have even had to do that with like super crunchy moms um because like there's you know a lot of moms out there who will be like I'm going to research all the vaccines I'm going to research every possible negative side effect that has ever happened with any of these vaccines before I give them to any of my children or I'm going to like all of this stuff in our water and you know you can't filter Alka out the hormones in the water <laughs> you can't filter out all the hormones people are flushing their contraceptives down the toilet and they can't filter that out there's no method of like in any of the water systems and so all our kids are getting estrogen and it's going to give them man boobs <laughs> <laughs> no like i'm not exaggerating like anyone who's a mom listening to this is going to be like yep
1: I know that, that person.
0: Um, and like for me, like for some moms that I know, they they are like very empowered by going down that path of like, I'm going to make these choices. Like I know of one mom who like got rid of all plastics in her house because she thought that that was increasing their estrogen level. Um, Isn't that
1: what Kim like Kim Kardashian did too? <laughs>
0: Yeah. So like her kids, I guess don't get Legos. Like they don't have plastic cups. They don't have like, you know, like she's really, but then I'm like, well, what about how everything you buy at the grocery store is in plastic? Like even the produce, like, what do you, like, I don't know for me. Okay. So for me, it's kind of like what you're saying. I would be interested because I'm a reader mm-hmm. and like, I'm not dumb. <laughs> like, right. And I do care about my kids and I care about my health. And so like I would be like, "Oh, like interesting. Let me read about this." And, "Ooh, that's a little alarming and that sounds kind of bad." But then I would realize ultimately, yeah, like so much of it is actually not in my control at all. Um like, yeah, like even if I got rid even if I spent, even if I decided <laughs> to put $10,000 of our family money into anti plastic lifestyle. I still would then be at the mercy of everything in their school, everything in the grocery store, everything at Target.
1: Everything like, that's in your food that's plastic too. Like animals eat plastic. Yeah.
0: It just it it didn't like there was a point where I was like this is such a waste of time and anxiety because ultimately it's going down a rabbit hole that I'll never feel satisfied about because I'm not in control of these things. And um and then the same with like going, you know, super crunchy or, or being an anti-vaxxer because then ultimately it put me in this position that I had to be more informed than my kid's doctor. And ultimately my kid's doctor has had 30 years of experience with kids and his own kid. Like my kid's doctor has six kids and like mm-hmm. he went to medical school for 12, you know, he went to school for 12 years to become a doctor. Like it, he he has had a wealth of knowledge and experience that I will never have, no matter how many little articles I read. And I ultimately felt so much more peace just being like, I trust him. I trust what he does with his kids. And if there's like a shot that I have really no idea how it works, like I can read a million articles and still not understand when people are like oh well it's not the vaccines it's the filler ingredients in them like i'm like what even is that, <laughs> <What> is that? <laughs> right right i'm never going to i'm not i'm not a scientific person i did not go to medical school that's not the way my brain works so like it's only going to make me anxious and freak me out and so what i realized is i was like you know i'm just going to go with what he says like i'm just going to trust him and be like he is the expert in my life that i'm paying to be that expert and I'm just going to say, hey, do I need to worry about this? Is there anything I should be doing? Great. No. Awesome. I'm not going to do it. Like, is there anything I should do? Like, not do I need to worry about this, but it's like, should I do something differently? And if he has nothing, if he's like, no, like I would give them the shot and be like, okay, great. Um, and then what I realized too, like um, Jason, my husband and I were talking and I, he pointed out, cause he was like, yeah, like in any time in history, there was like life-threatening toxins all around you and he he gave the example of in the i think i've told you this before too like when they revitalized the sistine chapel and they like cleaned it you know mm, mm-hmm. there was like layers upon layers of soot and wax from all the candles before electricity right right and they were shocked at like how different the colors were. Like yeah. it wasn't like it just got brighter. It was like there were actually different colors.
1: Right, <laughs> right. Underneath
0: all of that. And like when you stop and think about it, there were people were breathing that in all the time. The right. the, like, the thing covering the paintings was covering your lungs because you didn't have electricity. You had candles in your house right. or, you know, oil or whatever. Like, so that was coating your lungs. That was coating your your throat. Like, You were breathing that. You were absorbing that and inhaling that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that that affected people's health and lifespan. But like... You weren't the point of life. wasn't for you to be the one person who figured that out back in you know the year nine hundred AD to be like, oh, I'm never going to go into church because of all of the the toxins from the candle. Like, I'm going to find. Right. I'm only going to get my light from the sun. Right. Like, you can't live that way ever. Right. And if you had, it would have isolated you from society. It would have made you be more freaked out about everything, and it probably wouldn't have ultimately ended up changing your life anyway. And if it did, what's the point of life? Is the point to live as long as possible in misery? Like right. You know.
1: So, okay, so I think that all every way that you've been describing this, it's been formulating the rule for me. Okay. Okay. So, I think this has been good. So, what I think the rule is is that if it's something Okay, because like in the example of your doctor, yeah, and you're like, I could become obsessive about every single vaccine, but that would really just give me anxiety because in the end, I don't, I can't do anything about it. I'm not the expert. I don't know as much as the expert who I'm paying to be in my life, right? So maybe that's what it is. If, if this is something that's just going to give you anxiety that you can't have any control over, that nothing you decide or do would actually make an impact on, mm-hmm. then you should just learn to let it go. Yeah. Right? Because – if you that's,
0: can't change it, let it go. Basically,
1: exactly, and so I think that that is different than politics, right? Because back to my, I wouldn't just be like, I'm going to ignore all politics. Like that's not yeah. what I'm saying, right? Because because you formulating an opinion about people and their actions is very different than having, uh, you know, a pandemic happening and and like I got a disease and I don't know if I'll have long term effects from it or or whatever which is nothing I can change, which all that would do would give me anxiety. Yeah. So learning how to separate problems where you can take action versus ones that will just yeah you know, feed you into anxiety and uh, despair. Yeah, <laughs> and no, <sadness>. exactly. Exactly,
0: because, <laughs> yeah, like for me, just using the vaccination tack – Like, yeah, if I were to decide none of my kids are getting vaccinated, they, they would not be able to go to school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like they wouldn't be able to go to our preschool, you know, like, and that, that's where it's like, like, I can't this, it is what it is. Like, you know, maybe there are some kids that it's really dangerous for, it's really bad for, but like my doctor vaccinates his kids, you know, like, and, and the fact is like, I don't really, I don't want those diseases for my kids. and then. You know, there are, um, yeah, there are consequences for them getting things like measles or but that would, could be huge. Like if I were pregnant, well, I'm pregnant right now. If one of my kids got measles, um, the baby would have certain defects or die in utero. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be even affected by the measles. Like I wouldn't even, like it probably wouldn't even make me sick. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it's just, but it's stuff like that that you're like, yeah, with every, I think there's there's no such thing as like a perfect life. You know, you're not on Earth to just like get everything perfect and right. Like there's there's toxins and everything. There's dangers and everything. There's risks and everything. And you know, the I think you have to focus on what matters, <laughs> and what matters is not avoiding all risk mm-hmm. or yeah. or seeking perfect health because you know, maybe you have perfect health for one year, but then you're going to get sick or then you're, you're going to, your body is aging. So like,
1: ultimately, how much of your, like, how much of your important short time did you waste getting to a level of perfect health?
0: I know exactly. <laughs> like basically
1: the process of
0: aging in the body is slow death. It is. Yeah. It's slow death and decay. So like with every year, you're, you're dying a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. so is everyone else. Like, that's what I just, you know, it's like, God, God knew. And, and I think that's the other thing is like, if you believe in God or not, and like, obviously a lot of people don't. And so their way of looking at this is going to be different. But if you do believe that you created by an being who loves you and put you on earth like created you as an unrepeatable, unique person out of love and knew he intentionally put you on earth at the time and place that he did. Knowing the unique challenges you would have and the unique blessings you would have, like there there are so many challenges I'm so grateful we don't have to deal with now. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I'm so grateful this isn't the Spanish flu pandemic, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. can you yeah. imagine if this pandemic were killing babies and little kids and young yeah. kids and you know, disproportionately affecting them. Like that would be terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, not that this isn't really sad and difficult, but like God knew, he knew what you could handle when he put you on earth. So that's what I'm like. Yeah. Like if, if that means that like, I could very well get COVID any day, I could totally, like I, the reality is I could get it at the grocery store you know, I could get it from my husband's running buddy who gives it to him. Like I, you know, like I, I could yeah. get it from my mom,
1: who right. I Visited.
0: you know, like even being careful and like trying to, trying to follow the rules, like you can still get it. Everybody, everybody gets it. <laughs> A lot yeah. of people get it. anyway. Um, so yeah, like if God allows that, you have to trust that, like, if there are, if there are some things you deal with from it, like, you know, he'll help you, he'll help you still have a rich and wonderful life because your focus is not perfect health. That's not what, that's not what determines the value of your life. Yeah. But, and and in the same way with all the organic stuff and the toxin-free life, it's like, well, I just don't want that to be that. If I go down that path and that kind of like you were saying, with that is my all consuming focus. You can't just like kind of focus on that. Right. They'll be focused on other things that really matter.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. It's like if you if you start obsessing over things that you may so so to organic food, right? I would love to eat organic actually. I truly believe that the fruits and vegetables at Whole Foods taste so much better. <laughs> like they their food is better. It's really good food. And I wish I could buy all my fruits and vegetables from farmers markets and from Whole Foods and from Trader Joe's and stuff like that because I think it's delicious and I'd love to live my life that way but I can't but I'm not gonna have anxiety then every single time that I have an apple with pesticides in it you know because Because I can't control that I cannot only eat organic food or like if I did I would sacrifice so many other aspects of my life so that I Going could live. Going to a wedding. Exactly. <laughs> Going to exactly. Wedding, people
0: go, oh, like I wasn't in charge of this caterer and this is not organic food.
1: Wait, here's my cooler.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like
1: <laughs> could that's you no way to
0: live. But people do that. People, I, I uh-huh. had seen people who live that way. Um, And I just, I don't think that that's, I think they're missing the point of life when they get all into that. Honestly, like, it's like, look, Can I do, am I saying that you're not a little bit right, that maybe these things are bad for you? No, like that you could be right. (laughs) I don't know, but that's not the point of life. It kind of doesn't matter.
1: Right. If that's the way that your
0: society, if that's (laughs) the way that your society lives, if this is the way that like, you know, this is, this is the way that life is when you're on earth right now, like it, it just doesn't matter. And yeah, with COVID, it's like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think it's. I think even if you avoided getting COVID, at, like the cost would have been a mental health breakdown in other areas. Like, and we see that in people who are still really intense about avoiding COVID. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know what their reasonings are. Maybe they have like, you know, really serious conditions that would be a, for sure affected by COVID. But for the most part, it's, at, it's out of fear of the unknown. Because um, would a lot of times, control? right. And so, and I just think it's, it's just, that's not an option for me because I, I know, I don't know how COVID would affect me, but I know how complete social isolation and anger and anxiety would affect me for a whole
1: year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: So like, yeah, if you look at it that way, you have no regrets of getting COVID.
1: No regrets. Yeah. <laughs> I always think... For some reason, I always think of those, like, awful tattoos whenever I hear that. Like, people who get the no regret tattoo, but it's spelled wrong. No regrets. 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 No regrets.
0: No regrets. (laughs) Um, No, but, like, that's the other thing is that um, people who do live this way, and I know that you're going to think of other examples of this, but don't you think that they... It actually doesn't give them peace.
1: No, oh, definitely they, not. No, it, no, no. It's it, all it's anxiety. Oh, yeah.
0: And they're constantly like what you said. Like if you're looking for long term effects in your body, you're gonna find them. Right. You exactly. know, if you're looking for scary bad things to happen, they will happen to you. You will be aware, hyper aware of them. Um, and I see that in people who are like, it's so weird. It's like people who are so crunchy, they have all these weird health issues and (laughs) then they find out they have like chronic Lyme or they have like all these intense, like chronic illnesses. And I'm just like, look, I don't know. Maybe you did all along. Maybe that's why you always felt unhealthy and that's why you were going down the path. Why you had
1: to look for it, Right.
0: But it kind of seems from the outside that everything was fine until you started trying to have perfect health. And then it was like one thing after another that you were aware of.
1: So maybe, um, because, okay, this all is like stemming because I've actually read my Bible two times this week, right? So I'm like, (laughs) 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 two Bible verses. But the one that I read, this I read today's readings and it was Luke 6, like, Thirty-seven, thirty-eight, 38 and it's all about judge not and you won't be judged condemn not you won't be condemned and the very last bit of it is like for the measure you give will be the measure you get back but maybe it's the same thing with this if you're looking for help <laughs> you yeah. i mean not like one for one for that but when you obsess over something that's what you're gonna see that's, right you're,
0: that's gonna be your
1: portion exactly it doesn't like it's it's the same thing it's your, your life is almost a mirror that you're creating, right? So what becomes important to you is what you see. What you don't like is what you see when you obsess over stuff. And then what you measure yourself on is what you're going to really just, I don't know, I could see how it could be all consuming of your life and then give back the same topics. Maybe that's a stretch, right? But I do think that, I do think that you're right when you do obsess over stuff that it does just continue to be in your life. You won't ever be perfect, right?
0: That's just my observation. I've never seen someone who's like that who then is just this walking vision of perfect, happy health.
1: It, um, it just- well. Right, without telling you they are. Tell me your well, tell you telling great you. Feels, but then you'll <laughs> right. hear
0: one thing after another they had to go to the hospital for or like right. their kid had a weird tumor in his leg or you know and you're like I doesn't this make you question like <laughs> how intensely different you've decided to make your life be? Like I just don't think we're supposed to be living that differently from everyone yeah. else. I
1: agree. Even
0: as even as Christians, I think Christians are not supposed to be drastically different from the rest of society. And and they're supposed to be able to know we're Christians by our love, not by some weird way that we act and dress and eat and live. It's supposed to just be by the charity that with which we, and the purity with which we live, but not the externals.
1: So, okay. So I really like that you just said that too, because the other thing I was thinking about with, um, again you know focusing on what's good and true and not anxiety and i was like what all right so knowing that i am still in quarantine like everyone's in mini quarantine still we're not really getting that uh-huh. stuff and knowing that everybody's dealing with all these issues anxiety and and unknowns what can i actually do then to help alleviate that and what i landed on was I can focus on being a really good friend or like a really good family member, you know, and like, and I feel like that's exactly what you're just saying. You know, people know who you are by how you act. So if I can get myself out of these anxiety topics that would overwhelm me, and instead of focusing on myself, focus outward on other people and try to bring them joy because they're not getting a lot of it right now like, that's the best thing I can do. I can be a good friend, you know? Yeah.
0: No. And I think that that goes back to, yeah, like it's because the way that you define the purpose of life is different than a secular person who just is like, well, life is just about, you know, whatever you make of it, whatever you want. And and all you have is, is this earth Mm -hmm. for you? It's like, well, no, actually there's, transcending things from this earth that we will have in the next life. Um, But that's not going to be like our health on earth. Right. It's not avoiding suffering. It's not avoiding toxins. Right. It's not. And also like, I always come back to, I'm like, yeah, God didn't talk. If that was really that important and it would make all the difference in our lives, like, wouldn't that have been part of the gospel message? <laughs> or like you say, <laughs> the seventh I, secret of fatima
1: <laughs> the fruits of the spirit are oranges damn it are <laughs> oranges
0: thou shalt not apply pesticide
1: <laughs> yes uh, exactly Except for real i mean you know
0: let's be consistent here
1: um i agree looking
0: up this bible verse by the way that you keep it's, it's so it is it's Philippians four eight whatever is true, whatever is good, whatever is beautiful, um I'm trying to find like the right whatever things are true, honorable, just, whatever things are pure, lovely, or of good report. If there be any virtue, and if there be anything worthy of praise, think on these things, or d- some some translations say, dwell on these things.
1: and maybe that's what's key, the dwelling part. You know, don't let yourself obsess over what will only bring you anxiety.
0: This other translation I like, it says, um, finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart.
1: Hmm. So, yeah. Well, uh, you're right. We're right. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> um, I was going to say I can end this podcast with a really funny, humbling story. Okay. So, Sunday, I get up and I get showered. I'm like, I'm going to go to mass today. And I put on a dress, okay, because I never get to dress up. So I I have this, like, really cute plaid shirt dress, and it's adorable, and I haven't worn it in, like, a year and a half, right? So I put it on, and I have cute boots on, and I go to Mass, and I'm just having a great day, like, great hair day, love my dress. I even put makeup on, right? <laughs> I go... Mass happens, I'm leaving, I'm like strutting out of church because I just feel great. (laughs) And I all of a sudden notice a breeze and the bottom buttons on my dress have like all come undone. (laughs) How far up? I mean I mean it was far, like it was basically up to my crotch. (laughs) A breeze. (laughs) (laughs) it <laughs> was like so humbling and I was like oh well you know there's nothing I can do about that at least I
0: was wearing a mask
1: <laughs> actually I was just happy I was wearing underwear but the mask was awesome. good.
0: <laughs> that is so
1: funny I know so that's my my humbling story for the week that's what happens when I try to make myself the center of attention <laughs> oh my gosh I love it oh. thanks for this this is so great I, I know this was it. great me too all right so, well perfect I hope you have a great rest of your day you too thanks All right. I love you talk to you later all right bye <laughs>